0: Coming up on today's show, Microsoft clarifies its future plans. The best free game you'll play all year, catching up on the best games we're playing, and much more. I want to start Uh. things off, by the way, with just the best. Like, okay, the console wars are are hilarious because there's certain things that people just throw out into the wind or, better yet, comment sections. And while you were trying to sort out uh, your computer, I was scrolling on TikTok, and of course this fucking video comes up about um, Xbox's thing today, and he- here's one of the top comments, okay? <laughs> this is, this oh, is the type of thing on going on in the community right now. Um, Titus Cade responds to this video by saying, keep watching. Xbox is only gonna get better. Xbox has won the console wars when they decided to invest in PC gaming. Fair point. Like, cool, okay, rant, yeah. whatever comment, yeah. but this is where it gets hilarious. <laughs> one of the top responses with twice as many likes is I'm such a good husband I let my wife fuck other men. That's what you sound like. <laughs> <laughs> like
1: if anything
0: summed up today. Oh my god.
1: Oh that's so funny.
0: <laughs> that's actually really good
1: oh shit oh my god as much as i we're think not- we're gonna get into
0: it but as much as i think of like today's you know what they went into is actually really like i think they're doing things smart that is a fucking hilarious comment that is a hilarious
1: Ooh. comment. <laughs> that is like the, i was not expecting that
0: welcome back everybody to the pixel candy podcast our weekly podcast covering everything possible under the nerdy umbrella that is video games i'm your host alan sensich and i am here with a returning guest this week, none other than, are you ready for this? The Curly J, the J G, A.K.A. the covert late-night chorizo grilled cheese maker, the one and only Jouche Josh Garcia.
1: Hello. Uh, I, miss the, the, I miss the I miss
0: Curly Juush. I said Juush,
1: but it's Don't Curly Juush. It's fine. They'll 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 get it one day. The thank you, thank you. The, that that's always really exciting to go through. It's like, oh yeah, that is all my achievements in one. And one fails. All, right all the gamer
0: tags, like it's the equivalent to me of like a wrestler coming out, and it's like the big announcement, and everyone just goes fucking wild, you know? Like and I was like,
1: "Oh my god!"
0: Or like Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones, if you're familiar, <laughs> and her fucking laundry list of titles It's just boss to hear yourself introed like that, you know?
1: Oh, well, do you have an intro that someone's ever given you? Like, do you write? I don't okay, because
0: I'm always like the host. I've never really. I don't know if it'll get to the point where like no one's offered, and I don't want to put it on anyone. <laughs> I am always the host, so until there is someone else like handling, you know, w- like the the show and putting it together and finding out the topics and all that, and then like taking control of the conversation. I don't know. I I've it's never been that way because Brian's pretty comfortable, you know, just being. That's kind of why we did the podcast. He was the not backseat. What's the word for it? We always talk about how he came back into gaming and was kind of you know i was catching up to speed on things he is as up to speed as anyone now but that was always the dynamic i i've never i've never had the intro so i I don't know no
1: how do they do it on like the kind of funny podcast
0: different people rotate being the host so that's my point right so if blessing (sighs) is hosting he'll introduce everybody but himself
1: yeah yeah. that's a good system yeah like, you could do that but if he's comfy like that I'm not gonna take a man who has kids and make him this
0: is hard. what I'm saying I don't want to put the pressure and be like okay it's your turn to host like the, I this was my concept Brian came on board it's very it's been very much like our thing but um, it is expanding like you know I've, I've had yourself on a few times Derek pops in whenever um, whenever he can and like whenever I, there's something I know he really wants to talk about I like having him on so there, there's more and more people we'll, see, we'll okay. see what happens and then I don't know if it ever comes to that I'm not, I'm not gonna be the one to do it that's not the way it works I gotta leave it to whoever intros
1: you know oh yeah and, and who said that's the ending of guests too I, I i did want to talk to you about some certain guests that i might be able to swing to get on absolutely some people in the industry that i might have some ties with yeah uh but i'll I'll confirm those first if you have like questions (laughs) depending on who what kind of stuff you want to talk about and then we'll see what kind of magic we can pull with that but oh yeah yeah. I'm, i'm excited to be back it's like it's like a it's like a good high school reunion (laughs) <laughs> like it's like a high school reunion from like a movie, as opposed to like realistically what a high school reunion. Yeah, it not like. awkward and weird
0: and shameful. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, we we got a pretty good topic of the show being Xbox's business update from the podcast this week. Um, but before we get to that, because that's going to be really the length of the show and everything that they talked about, both of our opinions on it. Um, what what are you playing right now? Because I, I haven't really talked to you in the last little bit of just like what you're. Are you grinding anything? Are you just casually playing anything? Like, what's your go-to?
1: Oh right now, actually. I, I've been going through a bit of a drought. Like, not, not, no, sorry. That's not, that is not a proper sentence. You can't choose to go through drought. I was going
0: to say, not not in the modern day age. It's also Steam Next Fest. Like, you have no oh excuses. God, There's yeah. so many things to play. Dude,
1: dude. Oh, my gosh. So, right now, um, so the Hunt Showdown event is over. So, I'm just hopping oh. off of that um i'm playing i'm finally getting around to actually going through uh, a game that you actually bought pizza tower i'm actually playing it this game is like bonkers man like it's so 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 one it's like a really quality well made Mm -hmm. uh like speedrun ready platformer and i've like i have such respect to it because it's not like easy it's like it's tough uh it's all hand done uh graphics in like microsoft paint kind of looking like thing (laughs) and it's like funny like i've genuinely had good laughs in this game that i was not expecting and the soundtrack rips like the soundtrack is so good like if you're anyone that likes like the uh what's like jet set radio kind of soundtrack Mm. you're gonna be in for like a tree here and then it's like it's so weird uh but other than that i'm playing celeste i'm going through for the first time Oh, damn. Uh, okay. Well, kind of. Oh, dude, have you ever played Celeste? Yeah. Game's yeah. Great. I have it on Switch. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I think everyone has it on Switch. I think you, like, legally have to own Celeste yeah, like a badge on Switch. Uh, I have that going on. And then I'm... What was it? I, I'm going to start Persona 3 Reload genuinely, like, maybe tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, very excited. I got... I got like a month that I'm gonna just like kind of dedicate to playing that alone uh and of course Baldur's Gate 3 in the background that I'm gonna be playing on like Saturday but I'm like really excited to bite into Persona I've heard great things about this remake which is shocking like like not shocking in a way that like it doesn't deserve it but shocking in like a are you kidding me like they listen did it again? i
0: i had the faith i knew it i put my money where my mouth was because this was yeah. my top pick on the fantasy draft and 89 good pick i got some good points 89. on that one i you gotta let me know how it is because i do have a month of game pass ultimate that's just like waiting every time i log into xbox it says do you want to start your one month free and i have two years to use it before it like goes away so i, I like yourself i'm waiting for the perfect moment to use that month and it's... I think Persona 3 is one of the games I want to try but depending on how long I wait, it might be for some other games on their way. Well,
1: did you play the original?
0: Mm-mm. Oh, no, my, my path oh, with man. Persona was Persona 5 and going, what have I been missing out? This is the weirdest game. I've never played anything like this ever. I absolutely love it. I, always, I was trying to tell my brother on several shows how... It really does nail five, especially, and by what I'm seeing in three, they've adopted a lot of this cross media. It's like part anime where you're just watching literal anime scenes, like hand drawn scenes. Um, But then you have your gameplay, then you have like kind of the comic book like narrative that you go through, you know, like that whole thing of like the characters come on screen. It's a lot of text, but it's it's comic book style. But then you also have the in-game cutscenes, classic video game yeah. rendered stuff. And then there's the turn-based, there's the life sim. there like There's a lot going on in these games, and I love it. <laughs> so I, I played that. I went back, played about halfway through Persona 4 Golden, and then I went back to Persona 5 Royale. I'm only about halfway through that. So that is it. Never oh, touch 3. Oh,
1: dude. I started with 4 Golden on the Vita i remember i got on a whim i was doing a playtest back in 2015 i was doing a playtest with this guy uh we were we were doing um wait hold on how many years ago was that (laughs) i have to like think for nda purposes oh yeah uh yeah i was uh i was playtesting um a very popular shooter that you played a lot Okay. i was, I was okay. playing that. I, yeah
0: i know exactly uh, what you're talking
1: about Continue. before before uh release i i can't say it yet <laughs> it has to be 10 years um <laughs> but yeah I, I was play i was play testing that and at the time it was like they knew what they were doing already and i i was like i was talking to this dude this guy beside me he's like big Jim bro and he's like hanging out he's like he's like a walking tank super nice guy and then he's like yeah you know in the back seat i have this thing i don't know if you know what this is and he pulls out a ps vita and i was like what? hell yeah and i'm like he's like yeah i don't like like it it kind of sucks i thought it was gonna play like call of duty on it but i didn't really like the call of duty something like that because like, do you want it i was like yeah dude i'll pay you like a hundred bucks and he refused to sell it to me for a hundred so he gave it to me for 15 dollars wow yeah yeah century. and i was okay. like oh my god dude and then i was like okay i'm gonna get titan souls and i'm going to get persona 4 on it and i'm crushing persona 4 persona 5 gets announced i think 2000 i think it gets announced like 2014 or something something like that and then it comes out what is it like 2019 2018 i want to say yeah Where somewhere the around there because it was it was
0: before out. pandemic i'm pretty sure i bought it but it took me oh, like yeah. a year to
1: beat that game it came out twenty sixteen, and when was it originally announced? I think it's twenty thirteen or twelve, something like that. Regardless, so I'm like hyped because I'm seeing like nothing about it, and then they eventually reveal it, and then I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna play all the dancing games because they oh, they really? released the dancing game for Persona Four and Three before. Then I go Crush Persona Five. Uh, I play the dancing game for that, <laughs> and then I go through Crush Persona Five Royal and now i'm like all right give me give me persona six just give it to me i'm waiting i i will follow p studio and atlas to the ends of the earth dude imagine imagine like scheduling an entire year of like your life and then you have to make it interesting that's what they did with persona every single day something you can do a thing
0: and like just but it's all so different too that's the thing you never have to play a day like that gameplay loop is so like there's so many variants day to day of what you want to do mementos do you want to progress a a palace do you want to just like work at a noodle shop do you like do you want to go see a movie and up your skills there like play baseball dude the amount of things it's so well done and it kept my interest it it took me a long time to beat because there was it's such a fucking long game like what was 120 hours so i was taking breaks only because of big releases throughout my playtime, um but yeah so the three is one i'm i'm very interested in so you will have to kind
1: of give me your your insight once you oh, get yeah. your hands on it wait you mentioned 120 hours so i i end up with royal at around 180 something like that hmm. do you know the longest game like the game that you probably have the most time in that is not a multiplayer game oh god um like a
0: game i'm trying to think of one that i've just played over and over and over probably probably hitman honestly the the latest hitman trilogy because i'm trying to think and it's like if you add up one two and three which i kind of i don't know if that is cheating at your question because they're three different games but if you think of them as one giant game and the levels are just dlc i easily have somewhere in the ballpark of like 600 hours with one two and three but then on top of that, there was Freelancer, which I think was thirty or forty hours. I played. Oh and like, man, that's... I
1: didn't dive into that at all. Oh, but it's, I am- it's amazing things.
0: It's so good, and the, the gauntlet of actually trying to beat a Freelancer run is insane. Mm-hmm. And when I did it, was what like when I think of all those moments <laughs> in gaming when you accomplish something, like you, you beat the Super Mario World for the first time, like when you when you actually beat anything in Dark Souls for the first time. like That feeling of like, oh my god, I accomplished something. Freelancer mode was a milestone for me. Are you familiar with what the entire gauntlet consists of?
1: Well, we'll say to the audience in case they don't know.
0: There are 18 randomized missions that you have to complete without dying. You can die, I think, once per section and they're broke I'm gonna fuck this up because it's been a while I think it's broken up into four so whatever 18 breaks up into what is that divided by four because I think it's I think it's kind of weird I think there's a section of like four levels back to back four levels back to back and then it's like something I think the last tier is like six so it's not evenly spread out throughout mm-hmm. but basically you can die I think once per tier and other than that you you're, you're done. If you're on the 17th mission and you die, that is it. And that could have been hours and hours and hours of gameplay. And it's like <laughs> everything is randomized. So in Tier 1, it'll say, okay, here are your three missions. And random locations with random targets in each location with randomized everything else. And it's just like go and you just have to figure it out. The Randomized tools everything and you upgrade as you go to have kind of a certain amount of things you can bring into the level so as you upgrade um agent 47 you can bring in things like okay i can bring in a lock pick now or i can bring in some coins as a distraction but the gauntlet of getting through 18 missions just think of it as like any level you go into paris and there's the main mission for paris to kill the the two the two people imagine having to do that 18 times, and everything I just said is all randomized. So you can't rely on any one strategy. You have to adapt every single time.
1: So the mission stories aren't all there?
0: None of them are there. It is a, so when I say random, oh, when you think of oh. every NPC that has ever existed in a Hitman yeah. level, it's a random person. It's random. Oh my god. So it could be one of like I, fucking 80 people. And it just says this guy. And sometimes that person is in the middle of a crowd where it is next to impossible to get away with it without being seen, so you gotta head for the hills. So it's, this is where it got interesting. You gotta be like, okay, this guy's in the middle of a crowd. I can't do anything sneaky. I can't like go up and everyone's gonna see me. So can I take him out from a distance? What are my options from taking him out for a distance? Is there elemental or environmental things I can use? It's like it was the most fascinating roguelike implementation I've ever seen into an existing game. Cuz we've had Last of Us make their thing recently. The God of War one was excellent but very different. This was the to the to this day a game that was not designed as a roguelike. And when you think about it, it was primed perfectly to be a roguelike. They made the perfect mode for it. So I've talked about it before, but anyone yeah. listening if you haven't tried it and you as well if you have the trilogy on anything it's free give it a shot
1: oh dude dude my my favorite vr experience is playing hitman 3 (laughs) uh it's that get get like get get a few drinks going yeah get get your psvr headset on i you will never look at that game the same we were going through this levels like it was no one's business like and doing like the craziest shit because you're like there and you're actually like you're you're there you're you're like this yeah you're actually there and you're like it's funny because uh you you don't use the the the, what's it called what are the use the controller which is yeah yeah, yeah. and it feels like weird but uh because did you ever play the vr mode
0: well, yeah, we, I think we talked about this, didn't we? And I, I mentioned, like, insane. during the pandemic, I went to the Berlin map just so I could be in a concert.
1: Yes. Because yes. concerts
0: were shut down worldwide for, like, a year and a half at that point. <sighs> so I literally went to the Berlin Club, and, like it, like you said, I had a few drinks. I'm like, yo, this would be actually really cool. And it was. You you, oh you could God, just stand yeah. in the crowd, and there's a full set that these DJs mm-hmm. play. There's lights. There, it's, it's very simulating of what it's like to be at a fucking random club and it was like kind of cool to be like this doesn't <laughs> fix my my my, my problem <laughs> of not being able to do this but it, it, it was cool at the time
1: the words the world's still on fire but hey at least i can pretend to choke someone at this exactly <laughs> <laughs> well anyways listen that. we
0: we okay. got some fucking things to cover today being mainly what xbox announced um today yeah. actually as of recording um There's a lot of things to go over. I think the gist here everyone was waiting on is Xbox, the brand, going to start releasing all of their exclusives and become third party to everyone else. And the rumor, we we reported on this last week and talked about it and and our thoughts of what that would mean. They have come forward on a podcast that, again, one of the comments on TikTok, by the way, uh, was just this could have been an email. Thought that was a good one um so here's right off the bat to answer anyone with the burning question who hasn't watched this there are four games that xbox has decided will go multi-platform in the future they did not specify which four games we can guess based on some of the things they talked about but two of the for sure they confirm this two of them are not starfield or indiana jones will not be coming to other platforms at least right now they they really hammered that home and these four titles, they mentioned two are live service they didn't say what the other two were I'm sure we'll get announced for it, uh, announcements for it within the year past that there was a mm-hmm. whole bunch of other things they talked about so you watched the, the full thing? Uh, no, I got the spark notes just
1: like you the reddit, th- okay Man, am I how do you feel? Or... dude is it is it just me or did you see like left and right everywhere people are like xbox is going this like it felt like every single day i was getting a new like like sprinkle of made up xbox news where they're like xbox is shutting down xbox is gonna start calling itself microsoft games pass xbox is gonna start it was like every single day people just like speculating Mm -hmm. and like everyone was picking it up. It was hot. It was it was honestly pretty hot news. And the news in reality I think is much less uh wild than we thought. Yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. There's still like we'll, we'll go into the rest of it, but it's like those four titles, it's like it, it it's an interesting thing for them to say specifically not Starfield. I thought that was kind of interesting and I feel like they did that due to uh, principle. Like, it feels like they're like, no, 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 we're keeping. We can show you that we can keep the big games, but we're going to give you this other stuff that's going to strengthen the brand, make you remember Xbox is still, you know, where you want to be, blah, blah, blah. And I'm guessing those games at, like, Sea of Thieves is definitely happening that that I was gonna say is, that's
0: that's gotta oh, be one it. it was rumored when they talked about live service. I was like, that
1: does make sense. That one most definitely it, it's also like it's kind of their like golden child. It like rose from the ashes from yeah. when it initially launched. I was there launch day and I was like, Yeah, this game sucks. And yeah. then like I loved it. And I Honestly, playing. I
0: had some good times with it though in that first two weeks. Oh, yeah. Um I played on the Xbox One at the time and that like I have not played it since. So my only experience is the launch first fourteen days of that game. And honestly, just sailing around and like your ship would like start leaking and you have to save it and you go to a random island, throw a barrel at your friend and blow him to yeah. smithereens when he wasn't looking. Like it was stupid, stupid fun. Kind of like a game that we're playing right now that we can't talk about. Um, that we're not really playing the game as it's meant. We were just like breaking the game and having fun with like things that the game i don't think is meant to do but allows you to do and we did that more than the intention of the game you know what i'm saying
1: yeah when you have like a sandbox that's also kind of like it's like on one hand you could see it as breaking but on the other hand you could see it as almost like stretching the elastic as far as it can go before it snaps and that's like the most that's like when you have like exciting stuff like halo 3 forge mm. like are, you would see like rooster teeth built their entire brand off of fucking halo forge and like it was just it's how far will you let your players go and i think sea of thieves does that in a really like simple way if mm. i'm being honest like the skill ceiling isn't super high in sea of thieves like genuinely you said you only played like two weeks the games pretty much the same thing <laughs> like for better or for worse it's like very very much like sticking to its roots there is enhancements there is a lot of like quality of life stuff in it a lot of self-expression and a lot of really really good things that i think are making people come to it Mm. and honestly with their launch of i think it was like the 2020 edition where they launched on steam at like a reduced price i think uh and they had like a whole ton of new features it was a great time to like the pirates of the caribbean
0: update and all that too yes that
1: that was another huge thing and like i like i'll move on to Thieves. i got a real quick good story about it okay uh Thieves, we were playing me uh me my partner and one of my best friends uh and we got raided we got absolutely flattened like this this team they had like a huge galleon four four people just stomped us and then i was like not nah, not happening <laughs> i messaged them and i was like hey this is my first time playing the game can i have my treasure back and blah 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 and then my friend she went to talk to them and they were like oh yeah oh this is your first time blah 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 i was so salty i went all the way around this entire island and i stacked their ship with barrels <laughs> and i just
0: like you distracted
1: just, them and sabotaged them yes i i was like covert ops like just like trying to not like give it away. I was like hiding under the water and they were like above me walking on a bridge and I had like this barrel and I was like, I gotta ruin these people's day. And like I did and then like we got our treasure back and then they messaged me back like a frowning face and I was like, bah.
0: that is diabolical uh, and completely summarizes the online experience <laughs> these days. of just.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I don't play like that but it brings it out of yeah. you, you know? Mm-hmm. But like, well, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. What what do you think are those other games? Because well, okay, you so you
0: mentioned game. one, and I'm very curious. Do you ever see the day of Halo ever going on any? Because let and this is I'm going to explain why I think there is an actual possibility Halo might be one of these four titles. Halo, uh, what is it? Five Infinite.
1: Infinite, yeah.
0: So right off the bat, my gut is like they will never fucking put Halo on any other system. That's insane. That was for the longest time. It's not anymore. That was the Xbox brand. That was the mascot of Xbox was was Master Chief, but they said a lot of shit during this thing. A lot of what they focused on is the idea behind. These are just four games. So, like you said, this isn't like an industry breaking thing. It's four games, Sea of Thieves being one of them, which is very likely. It just makes sense. It's not going to break the industry or break you know console do anything for the console wars. Halo, they kept talking about trying to have the Xbox brand represented on PlayStation, Nintendo, remind those user bases of why Xbox is great. What would do that more than one of the most iconic games ever to fucking grace itself on the Xbox platform than Halo? And on top of that, Halo Infinite did not do well for Microsoft. It had a very complicated buildup. It had delays. The launch was a very good thing. I'm sure they sold like some decent units. Um, but very, very, very quickly, that live service game fell apart right in front of the players, and a lot of people rebelled, and the game kind of just fell off and hasn't recovered. So, what better way to expand the player base? Maybe, maybe they got a bunch of new content planned as well. Maybe like has forge entered have they have they done that for infinite okay so i don't know maybe they have a bunch of things in the pipeline that once it's on something like playstation maybe it doubles the user base and this content starts to grow and they're actually able to inject the live service model a bit more i i could see it as crazy as that sounds i think there is a very small possibility it could
1: be infinite Okay, I got a lot of thoughts on this. I got I got a lot of So <laughs> The Knuckle Crack. This is this is gonna sound bass and I know this. I don't think they will give Halo up because Halo is not interesting right now. No one Fair. cares about Halo. Yeah. No one gives a shit about Halo. And this comes from someone who liked Halo Infinite. Mm. Halo Infinite is your your dad's shooter. <laughs> like like this past generation of xbox they they did an interesting thing with all of their bigger titles is they kind of shrugged and they said why not Hmm. where it's like you see a thieves and it's like you know there's no penalty for dying it's like yeah you want to be a griefer yeah why not forza you can you can just race any car at any time go to anywhere on this map they're like yeah sure yeah go for it and then halo the same thing where they're like um yeah you know you have this gigantic map can fast travel anywhere you want to go it's pretty generic like it's like it's not the most inspired halo mm-hmm. uh it, have you played through it did you go through infinite
0: no. no i never tried it
1: um everything you've seen of it is what the game looks like it, it has two settings it has a forest and it has interiors and that's it <laughs> and it's like I think what they did for that was to make Game Pass and the Xbox brand in general a lot more approachable. Mm. Because then you have people being like, oh, I know Halo. And then it's not something out there. It's not hard. It's like, oh, it's the shooting game that I know. And then like people who haven't been in games for a while, they, they can be like, oh, Forza, that's, that's a car. Let me go. And you immediately start driving. And you're like, oh, it's a racing game. I get it. This Game Pass thing is pretty great. Let me keep going. And it's like Halo just it's not very interesting right now and Mm -hmm. i don't think it would increase anything like at the moment i just don't think Halo's like the hot shit but it's not uh useless enough to throw it on because if you put a game like halo on there it's almost like giving up i feel (laughs) it'd be like if you were to symbolically yeah i think to
0: your point though like it also is, and I, I do agree with you, you are right, yeah. it, it's it's just not in the limelight. I don't think it has been since 3, to be honest. Um no. ODST, I know people, like, but that was around the time of 3, right? Yeah, yeah, it was just after 3, and then you had okay. Reach. But like that. to the point of, it's not that big of a sacrifice either. Like It's almost fallen so far from grace that for them to open it up... Isn't this big? Like, oh, you guys really? I bought this console for this game, and now you're just putting it everywhere. What the hell? Like, with that weird, like, the loyalty thing there. Um, but I, I, I do think you're right. I don't think there's enough pull that it's a big thing. But the same could be said for Sea of Thieves. Wait, uh, what was What's the other not, game man? that was was leaked? Um, it's not a, it's not a oh, live service. Hi-Fi um, Rush. Hi-Fi Rush. That's another one. But what I want to talk about next is the idea, and this is where I'm like, I'm watching this whole podcast, and I'm like, you know what, man? Like, I've agreed with this for a long time, and I think Xbox is very well aware of the long-term future of gaming. We will never know if this future is good or bad, but they clearly have identified um, where things are headed. They made a huge mistake back in the Xbox One Of jumping the gun too far, they almost had so much insight into what was going to be happening in gaming, where these consoles were multimedia devices that could do all sorts of shit. The connection online at all times was always a bad idea, but if you think about it now, without online consoles, PCs, like what the fuck do you, what do you do? Like online is like in two thousand twenty-four very much what Don Matrick tried to get going in 2013 so they're always so ahead of the curve when they're looking really far into the future and what they what what all three of them talked really heavily about today is the whole idea of platforms and xbox they didn't shun uh i thought they were going to completely just not talk about hardware they did and we'll get to that Mm. but they really did highlight like we have for the last 10 years started to move in the direction to really solidify the xbox platform the ecosystem the play anywhere initiative the like the cross saving the like just uh, the backwards compatibility of game preservation like all these things they're just like we are trying to make this a place that's like you don't just think of oh i can play halo on it or like with sony like i can play uncharted and last of us it's like that's an old way of thinking it really is at this point Mm -hmm we i think players fought it for so long myself included and i still do love like especially sony exclusives but like anything nintendo puts out i love the like the the mascot platformers and all this shit but it's like the new way of the new direction of gaming is platforms and they said something really fucking interesting where i was like they're right and it's kind of crazy where games like roblox and fortnite are in some ways bigger than the platforms you're playing them on. Like, Fortnite has risen to a fucking monumental status of... Not that they ever will. They could put out their own console where you could just play Fortnite, and that that thing would sell so many goddamn units. But it's not about that. It's about the platform. What is Fortnite now? It's no longer a battle royale. Fortnite is... What is it? I don't even know anymore. It's a whole multiverse of just like metaverse throw whatever other modern term you want in there of like they they got lego now. They just made the Disney deal. We have no idea what that means. There's still the battle royale. Can you still play uh Save the Earth or whatever the fuck it was called? That's still a You mode? have to buy it. Okay. Gotta, <laughs> I think it's
1: like twenty eight bucks.
0: But then there's the um the events thing when they have like concerts in there and like there's uh what the racing, what's it called? I
1: I forget the Oh the Rocket League
0: team? Yeah, yeah rocket like, racing. Fortnite's fucking wild <laughs> that's insane and they have the oh of course the, the big one the builder like now you can use the editor and all that thing to make yeah. like whatever and we we have not seen like where that is going to end up because that's very early days for like what's going on dude now.
1: wait no, have you not because that, no, i've out. seen it
0: yeah yeah it's been out for a while i'm just saying like i think it has potential to become something that way more people start using in this and people start creating full games because there's like really cool shit dude. in there
1: you gotta play Fortnite. <laughs> there, like I, I call me whatever. Call me twelve years old. But like, I, I two, two or three weeks ago or something, I spent two days in the in the Fortnite-iverse, and I it was just surreal because I, I, me, me and Dylan we were playing and we went from okay we're gonna we're gonna do a few rounds of Battle Royale we were crushing whatever we were solid snake and just hanging out, and then, uh, we no we were specifically solid snake and Alan Wake. <laughs> Uh, what and then we were like alright let's go do the rocket racing thing and then it was like just a really high quality um, well made racing game mm-hmm. by the team that did Rocket League and then you're like oh wow let's go play Rock Band now and then it's all, it's literally like being at like an amusement park and then on top of that you have the community made stuff where we just played like the entirety of Squid Game, all of the games in Fortnite and then we were like what else can we do? And then we found like a first-person horror game and all this stuff. And you're you're so right, where it's like, it's a platform, and it just felt weird because mm. I was like, I didn't have to like go to Steam or I didn't have to download anything. Yeah, it's all additional in the client.
0: Like you launch one thing and it's just it's all in crazy. there.
1: Crazy, dude. It's it's like, it's like this is what like TV shows pretend video games were like back in mm. the '90s, and it's just like this unlimited machine. And it's really, I, I think. They're really like like you said, really ahead of it, in re- regards of just being like, yeah, no, no, we're we're playing the long game. Like with Game Pass, they they didn't ever 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 stop at okay. It's just gonna be Xbox and PC. They have a Samsung exclusive um, deal with every Samsung TV yeah. that has Game Pass built in. Yeah. Um, it is just streaming, so built-in is very whatever. Uh, you can play it on uh, like a bunch of those like Steam Deck competitors. It's like built into. Well, and that's the it. thing that
0: it is streaming, and this is what Brian and I have talked about so many times about mm-hmm. having that app. And one day it'll break out of Samsung. Like that'll be everywhere. Um, right now, it's I'm sure hit or miss depending on the user where you where you live, what your internet package is, all that shit. But this is what I'm saying. Looking to the future, they know by two thousand what let's just say two thousand thirty that shit's going to be rock solid you are going to be able to stream whatever you want on game pass and it will be probably flawless if not a few like it'll we're going to get to the point where that flawless streaming nature through an app is going to happen so now they're building out this platform and they have been it's not like they're just starting xbox is is a platform and they have all these things they have what i mentioned you know they have the you buy it any first party thing on Xbox, you can play it on PC. There's that whole thing, it cross saves seamlessly between them. Backwards compatibility. If you play on the console, you know, they talked a lot about having that be the, the premium experience from the first, it's first hand. Like everything you're getting is tailor made for that console, obviously. But you can go to PC and have everything on PC, which has just opened up the doors. That was crazy news years ago when they announced that people were like that what that how the fuck that's not gonna work and it's like yes it did and yeah. like you now you have all your shit solved then they went on to say things like um game pass will always remain on xbox and pc kind of i don't know if they explicitly said it but it sounds like that's the one thing that won't ever land on a playstation won't land on like a a nintendo they very much said that that's kind of like they, they, they spoke more to if you have a pc or you have an xbox you have access to game pass that's more of the messaging they were trying to convey and then followed that up by all xbox studio owned games which is now i'm gonna say a crazy thing oh uh, no, you're,
1: you're gonna go through it <laughs> um
0: they said like all the xbox studio games will always be on xbox and pc on game pass on day one like this is where the platform starts to build and build and build right And then this is what fucking blew my mind i had to i had to rewind and catch again what phil said and i need to look up i I would love to know the numbers on this he said something i'm paraphrasing completely because i jotted this down when the activision and blizzard deal was finalized and they now own all the ip and all the studios and everything under that umbrella xbox microsoft however you want to look at it is the largest publisher on playstation And Nintendo. That's kind of fucked up. Like, the largest publisher that owns the most amount of content, if you compare it to any other publisher, they have the most things to offer from one place.
1: The literal only other competitor would be, like, Ubisoft.
0: That's the thing. The amount of IP and studios. I mean, how many studios does Ubisoft have? Not that many. Compared to the... How many fucking
1: but because ubisoft plays uh uh not only developer but also plays publisher Mm -hmm. like like just like just like they'll just out of nowhere put out like uh on pc like they have like a bunch of series that are just completely exclusive that they just publish they don't even produce that's what i
0: mean though do you think the number of what they publish in the grand total compared to now what (laughs) this is what i'm saying so when you when you look at all this shit and they're like Again, they spoke to growing the industry, maintaining a healthy industry. They even touched on the fucking layoffs and like what that meant and what that means for the future of being like, well, listen, we had to make tough decisions, but it is all for the future. And whether this is just fucking them having, you know, saving face speak, whatever, they did really point out that, like, this is all in the effort to have a healthy industry going forward to build... This, uh, this platform, this idea, and all these things. And I honestly, after watching like the full thing, I'm there for it. I, I get it. I get what they're doing. It makes business sense. There wasn't really anything they talked about that I was like completely against. Like it, I kind of just was okay and understood everything they said As like, yeah, like what you guys are doing, Makes sense. You're not really fucking over anyone. You're not. You're not doing all these things. The only thing was, and I was watching it uh, right at the beginning when you came on, um, the mention of new hardware, and this is one thing mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> this is just a personal. Like this is not an objective anything. Just Microsoft needs to calm down with talking about their next consoles because every time they do it, the the terms that they throw around, the 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 most powerful console on the oh, planet. What, what? what did they
1: say about the series x they were like they're like oh look at this monster or something like that during e3 oh it it was like they're they're just like i swear this is gonna be the craziest thing ever and then they bring in no exclusives that's (laughs) what i'm saying (laughs) so they at the
0: end of this podcast they speak specifically to the new generation of hardware being the largest leap in, I don't know the words that they didn't say like graphical fidelity, they said said something along the lines of like, this will be the largest leap forward of Xbox technology you've ever seen and I'm like, pump the brakes you were doing so well let's not get ahead of ourselves because I'm sure you guys are cooking up some great things on the back end, but like let's simmer that down and I do want to know more about how you're expanding this platform and making it more accessible and all those things like that. I thought that was great. Overall, I thought this was like a really cool way to, and I don't know anything about this. I am assuming this, the whole reason this even happened was to counteract a lot of those rumors. Because why, why was this a podcast? I'm thinking, I'm sh- this is a shot in the dark. that I'm just putting clues together and this is where I'm thinking this all bubbled up from there's been a lot of rumors. There's been a lot of fucking shit going on in the industry. And I think once all this came to light about like everyone, but you said at the top of the show, like everyone has been blowing up and cat and just running with the news of, Oh my God, Xbox is going third party. Like it's yeah. console wars are over that. Like it was all these headlines and, and fucking stupid clickable tags. Um, I think they wanted to get ahead of it and we're just like what's the e- we can't do a fucking press conference we can't do a show Th- those take a lot of time like you know having worked on seasons like to, to prepare something for any show takes a long time and a lot of work so i think they were just like what's our quickest avenue to like talk about this and it was the xbox podcast and they got the three main people that need to be on there to quickly be like no 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 no. here's what's happening this is what's up and i think they did a good job
1: well i think we also like we like live in a time where
0: we and don't a gotta society.
1: wait for e3 anymore yeah we <laughs> live in a time and society uh where we don't need to wait for e3 or gamescom mm. like the the q3 of the year to really pump everything out like hey this year we've already had two developer directs we have had one from sony and one from microsoft yeah in varying stages of quality, I may add (laughs) to that as well. (laughs) Like, um, and it's like, I think some, my, my honest, like, guess, I'll I'll use the word guess. Something got leaked. Something got leaked and they Mm. saw something validly got leaked. Mm. Like something where they're like, oh, that's a real leak. We got to nip this in the butt because clearly the word's getting out. And it's also like a big, like, uh like doomsday thing we're like no 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 no, we are not giving up the xbox brand is strong it's stronger than ever xyz blah 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 because i think right now like more than ever people are moving to pc
0: mm-hmm.
1: and xbox is trying is trying to get that too like they're releasing all their games on steam now it's not just on the xbox app yeah, it's not on the windows store thank anymore. god
0: because i oh, i hate god. juggling if i could just have everything on steam i oh yeah. i go out of my way to like wait for sales or like finesse things so that my steam library is (laughs) is growing and not what's my crossbar here xbox ea epic uh good old games ubisoft connect i (laughs) guys oh my gosh put it all on steam and have some sort of deal where you make cash off it i can't have all these stores
1: well like because i i i understand why everyone has their own platform i get it Mm -hmm. it's literally the steam cut steam's share is pretty thick and i and yeah and like as like a publisher of course you're gonna be like why the fuck are we cutting them in on it Mm -hmm. but then it's like well you want people to play your games right (laughs) go to the biggest platform and then like whatever but uh to reel it back a bit like yeah xbox's strategy over the last like 10 years has been solid Mm -hmm. like they've gone away from being like what everyone thought xbox was in like the 360 era where it's like bros and like madden and halo, halo Mount do. yeah exactly big chunky and they're, like, arm dudes exactly exactly and it's like that's great but it's like they saw sony gaining a lot of success mm-hmm. by the end of the playstation 3 generation with these more like almost like uh coy and like patient games like like last of us last of us yeah. was like it was like a big risk for naughty dog survival games were not in at the time uh like like resident evil had just fallen off the face of the planet <laughs> and like we are like oh yeah it's dead and then they come in with a western made uh, uh like survival horror game and it does buku bucks and then they're like okay naughty dog then does like a really like quiet introspective uncharted 4 and then On the other side, you look at Microsoft and they're still like, uh, oh man, what was the launch lineup? It was like Call of Duty Ghosts and like, whatever, Titanfall, I think. And it was just, it wasn't, they didn't have a voice yet. They were still Mm. clinging onto that old 360, but now they're like, anyone's welcome. Anyone can come play here. While I feel like Sony's strategy is slowly putting out stuff, just being like, we're going to talk when we're ready. And that's it. Yeah. We're not going to have, like, a consistent line of communication. You're going to hear about games and only games unless Kojima is there and then you're going to hear about movies. And, like, <laughs> that's like, that's, like, it. And it's, like, Sony's strategy, I wonder how long it's going to last mm-hmm. in a way because they, they haven't changed a strategy in a minute. Like, they've been, like, no, no, we're going to keep our heads heads, like, to the ground until we have something to say they have and then we're gonna stuff start. out on
0: pc though which That's is very thing. interesting that is i think mm-hmm. the biggest change and i think given some headlines i saw this week actually i i feel like we're gonna start getting them either a lot sooner i don't know if we'll ever make it to the day and day on pc that might take a lot longer because they're a bit more like stubborn in that way but the fact that we're seeing any of this stuff come to PC, the fact you can play Last of Us Part One and Spider Man and Ratchet and Clank yeah. and like all these games on your PC is wild. Like again, if you rewind years ago, it just in the landscape of what it was like back then, you never would have thought that was possible, ever.
1: No. Well, because you bought, it, you didn't want it to be possible either. Because you're like, I bought this fucking several hundred dollar console. Mm-hmm. It better have shit that no one else can get. And now it's not really the case. Like now I feel like having a PC versus a console is more of a budget thing. Mm. Because it's like I like the two of us having just gotten into PC gaming is like it's like it's not like accessible. It's not like necessarily the like the easiest going thing. Like so much can go wrong while as opposed to a console, you're like there's no upgrading this there's no yeah there's no troubleshooting i gotta do it's it's get the update on the game that i have update my console and that's really your two options and like it's in like a company's best interest to make a game that works but on pc anyone's game <laughs> and like it's west, like upgrading man. your pc like like my pc it cost me like a ballpark of like 14 or 15 something like that canadian mm-hmm uh and i'm guessing you're you, i'm pretty sure you were in like the same range roughly maybe a little more because you got a 40 series card
0: this one was a, was quite expensive it was like yeah I think after tax it was like three grand
1: yeah but it's and it's like it's gonna last you long and yeah sure it'll last yeah. you longer Future than a proofing, console and hopefully, things run right better. oh all that jazz but it's like i think now that's like the budget thing to do is to get a console like you have a kid that just wants to get into games recently everything's cross-platform mm-hmm. now discord is on every like thing so your kid can talk to their friends or whatever and that's where i think xbox did something really smart by having the two skews for the consoles where they had the series s and the x i don't know how well it did for them monetarily but i'm like that in my brain is like you guys actually give a shit about the people who are playing your games because mm. you don't have one SKU. That is like $700 Canadian or something like that. And but it's like, you guys get. have a budget thing.
0: Oh, yeah, and impossible to get. Well, that was like, um, God, the ship shortage of oh fucking 2020. I That affected so much. I, like, that was not just gaming. That was
1: that was brutal. Yeah, oh, but when you got that PS5... When, how long did it take you to get a PS5?
0: So, my brother, uh, myself, my friend... Uh, Derek who you've met and I think Luke I don't I can't remember if Luke waited a little bit we all got it launch day we were the we were like pre-orders refreshing the page refreshing the page credit card in our hands sweating because it was like you have fucking nine minutes to like finish this transaction it was like that day that Jeff Keighley was it summer games fest I think it was because the console came out during the holiday uh, September October Um that that announcement of like pre-orders are going live now and i like freaked the fuck out i think i was driving home from my job at the time and had to pull over to the side of the road and i just was like i'm i was texting everyone i knew that cared to be like if you want it this is your window of opportunity and it was panic city on my phone trying to get this through and it, it worked just being front line and uh yeah i'm so surprised and i love that oh thing man gosh. i still I, I really still do love the playstation 5 like um fuck what stellar blade when that game comes out it's listen it's playstation 5 only and i can't wait to just go down sit on my couch and play the fuck out of that game so there's still yeah, play love that right
1: in, in your living room just so everyone can see <laughs> the detailed that. backside um what else do we got on this conference or not conference podcast.
0: I, yeah, I think that's it for the the Xbox stuff. We kind of they did talk about how you know now the Activision Blizzard stuff will be coming to Game Pass slowly, uh, starting with Diablo Four. So that's great. Um, but that that was it. So other than uh, the Xbox news and just talk about you know what we've been playing, I want to talk about one game before we wrap up because I sent you the trailer uh actually no yes. I, st- I think i sent you like the steam
1: link i think you sent me the steam page for it
0: do can you open up the trailer right now and take a quick gander um yes. while we discuss it just so you can have reference of what i'm talking about
1: well here um, let's, let's both both have it i, I can share my screen oh i have it up so right now can... on uh oh on, you got on it steam, up? Yes. which uh which oh just the trailer on steam gotcha
0: uh, well, I'm just I'm going through like a whole bunch of the the screenshots that I wanted to have the developer name handy because the, the this game came out of nowhere. I found out about it today. It is called it's such a weird name, but I'm gonna say it. Sheepy: A Short Adventure. And you play as a sheep. And me saying that already kind of sounds like this is a hard sell to anyone listening. But let me tell you, when I dude this fucking game. I am head over heels in love with every single oozing pixel of this fucking game. It is a very short experience. I haven't beaten it yet, but I read online. It's like an hour to an hour and a half. Very short. It is completely free. You don't have to spend a dime on this game. It is the first title to release from the developer and publisher, Mr. Suicide Sheep who, if anyone knows... Actually, let me ring it up. Um, there's a YouTube channel. And they make music. And they make very interesting atmospheric music. And this person... I don't know the... F- I need to like really research this, and I'll probably do an update in the future on this game of, of like how this came to be. But what used to be a YouTube channel of just music, that was the whole purpose of this thing, has now gone and developed this game. And when I tell you... That the fucking soundtrack to this game is one of the most beautiful things ever. Like, the the closest game I can relate to this in mood and feeling is Hollow Knight. And I know like every game is Hollow Knight these days, <laughs> but the second you drop in, like if you're watching the trailer right now, yeah, yeah, the know. color palette, just you know, the, it's a side scroller, it's a little platformer. Um, but when you get a chance, you can actually listen to it with like some headphones the atmosphere oozing from this game from the sound is incredible and like the art style I absolutely love it's like that pixel beautiful like dark moody atmosphere and it's just a really simple game but playing this is the type of thing like they put it out for free it's an hour to two hours let's say of your time i would pay a good amount of money for a full like hollow knight scope of this game like if you if you had upgrades and all these different things you could get and like you know it was 10 to 20 hours let's say of gameplay this would be like if this was on the fantasy draft i would spend all of my fucking money trying to get this game because i know the score would be through the roof overwhelmingly positive from two thousand reviews on steam right now the game came out
1: uh i think it was last week on the 6th yeah wow wait what's the actual gameplay because i've heard i hear the atmosphere is great but like what am i what am i actually doing it's like platform, so it is platforming. is there combat it's very much like just
0: atmospheric platforming for the first little bit but you do get okay. like i would want this to be a full-blown metroidvania it's not yet but there's elements of it. Like you start out and you can only jump. That's it. Your only button is jump and you platform your way through. You come across your first enemy who is this teddy bear with a huge machete sticking out of his head and he's a complete psychopath and a boss fight ensues. And up to this point you have, there is no combat. There's been no form of engagement with any character. And now you're all of a sudden you're in a boss battle. The boss battle is simple enough. Once you defeat this guy, you end up getting a double jump. And now you can access more areas and the double jump is really cool. A similar thing occurs later into the game where you get almost a um what the fuck is the pizza game that you're what's what's it called? Well, no, Pizza P- Tower. Pizza Tower or a Sonic like like Rev where you you kind of wind up and shoot forward and if you jump you you go an incredible length and that's a whole gameplay element. So there's there's enemies but not really like it's the weirdest short little experience you could ever have but i do highly recommend anybody that has a pc cuz this thing can fucking be ran on i'm sure a potato and it is just such a good game and now the the whole point of me kind of like revving up this fucking developer here is like the next thing this guy does he announces anything he puts out a title i'm working on new game here's the title of it i'm there i'm following it i'm ready because like this proves to me every single inch of this experience was curated in such a loving way that i'm just sold and i think that's such a beautiful way to like enter the games industry as a developer and publisher apparently
1: because they did both oh wow well because like that that's like honestly like the best case scenario like like um honestly some some of like the major franchises that we've ever had come from people who don't have a background in games. Like Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor was like produced by Steven Spielberg. And he was like, how, why stop at movies? Mm. Why do this? Why do it?" And I like just being like, Okay, I can do this. Um the Outer Wilds, Outer Wilds, best game ever. It's literally my phone wallpaper. You <laughs> gotta play this game if you haven't played it. It's the best I've, game I've that's ever it. come to yeah. exist. Oh my god, it's fantastic. But that was made um, by sorry.
0: What's the story behind that developer? I don't know that. Uh,
1: so it's it's made by Mobius, who is a group of students out of somewhere on the west coast. I'm gonna guess California. Um, and the producer was um one of the stars from that show uh, Heroes really Uh, yeah what's his name what okay oh yeah hold on oh yeah masioka yeah yeah he's the producer for it i I believe he actually may like own the studio even i remember this guy
0: i love this game and just the simple concept of like every 20 minutes the universe resets you know make sure your Dude, 20 minutes of game time have, is exploring. have you beaten like, it? i have not because it is so okay this is the one thing about that game i love that game but it's so abstract like like from soft levels of abstract that i i think i put in like a good 20 hours and just never beat it but i i, I got I to experience a lot of the crazy elements
1: of that game i'll say oh man we'll, we'll talk about this else talk or else i'll take up the rest of the podcast but it's like <laughs> Yeah, no, like, but I, I agree like with what you were saying regarding like um re- regarding this game like it's like one it's like gorgeous I, I'm looking at it right now the trailer it's like it's got a good vibe to it I like this character I I see what you mean with the Hollow Knight kind of aesthetic mm-hmm. uh the the animation uh like the almost like chunky pixels it kind of looks like uh this game called Dropsy. Uh, D R O P S Y. Uh, it you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna see what I'm talking about and be like what are you on? <laughs> uh, well, a bunch um, of
0: fish came up, so I had to say dropsy game. Yeah, this is creepy as all hell. What the fuck is this? Yeah,
1: but if you see it in motion, you'll see what I mean okay. of like how it kind of looks like the game. But it's um no no this is great. It's kind of reminding me of a what's that game? Is it called An- Animal Well? Yeah, yeah. If you look up Animal Well, this kind of reminds me of, uh, of it as well. Um, oh, Ooh, man. This looks that? right up my alley. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you played do, yeah. this? this? Is worth playing? No, no, it's not out yet. I think <laughs> it's like, out of trailer. They're like, no, no, it's not worth playing. This looks great. <laughs> oh, dude. This game has... Uh, if, you, if you're, if you like, in the vibes of what it looks like, um, the game that you brought up, it's, like, Animal Well is going to be right up your alley. Like, it's just, like, gorgeous... Uh, it's published by, yeah, Big Mode. Uh, the, uh, oh, Big Mode Donkey's. Is, uh, yeah, Donkey's. Uh, shit, label. okay. I, I believe you know what? I have
0: I have seen this then because he. Is there like a bubble involved? Are you like a little bubble character or some shit? No, never mind. Sorry, I was thinking of something else. Um, Dude, Steam Next Fest, too. Like, I've just been playing a whole bunch of, like, I'm really into the PS1 d makes like yes. of the modern era yes. and the the one i sent you so uh crow country C- crow county yes crow fuck. county yes crow county that one
1: rules
0: like that again that's a game i i'm fuck, i'm gonna check it now there's no release date on it i don't think but i will buy that the day it fucking comes out and i will play the yeah. shit out of that game
1: it, it just it gets what those games were about like it it, it's like it it has such a good vibe to it it's slow uh it's not like some grand adventure with a million mechanics it's like pretty simple Mm -hmm. um but it just nails that vibe that is like unsettling without almost trying yes
0: and that's what i was trying to describe to brian about silent hill 2 because showing off the new trailer in that last playstation showcase um there's there's a look and a feeling and you said it like the they nailed it in crow county crow county crow country yeah yeah um it's very unsettling like you just have to literally pick up a controller and walk for five seconds and there is something that uh, that accumulates into i feel uneasy but nothing has happened yet it's a mix of the music the pixelation the dark like tones and like Fuck man that that game does nail that PlayStation 1 era of just spook.
1: The thing is like if you look at it it's like and you compare it to what PS1 games actually really did look like it doesn't actually look like it but it has the it has that feeling like mm-hmm. that grit that PS1 games had it's it's what you remember PS1 yeah. games looking like yeah while if you look at PS1 games it looks like Tomb Raider 1 like, oh they all kind of look like shit. But it's, like, you're, like, this is what I, I remembered as, like, a kid. And it's so good. It has, like, little elements of, like, Resident Evil to it. It, it has it has tank controls, too, I think, right? or no, no, no. You could switch between, I want to say. I don't remember. It,
0: it may be. I'm confusing. There was another game. Um, fuck, what's it called? I sent it to you as well. That one had, uh, brilliantly, it had you could do tank controls or you could turn them off. And you can also turn off the, like, PS1 level pixelation. Uh, Like, you can turn it on or off. So the game looks, still looks like a PlayStation 1 game, but that heavy, heavy pixelation you could turn on and off. And with the tank controls, you really could go back in time or
1: have, like, kind of a modern experience. Yeah, at one point, is, like, it going to... Like, it's not going to look like some AAA modern game. But, yeah, yeah, it's, like, it'll definitely maybe ease up on someone's eyes, possibly. Do you know what that other game is called? I'm trying to find it in my my
0: list here. And I think I I have downloaded so many games just because um, Steam Next Fest. And I think it was one of them. So I'm just going through. But, oh, my God, with your library in here, too, this is, like... There's a really long list. Uh starts with an H, I thought. No. Well, this is terrible radio, so I, I can't <laughs> I can't find it. <laughs> um it's somewhere in here. I'll send it to you because that's another one. That that's very much uh whatever the fuck this game is called. Silent Hill and Resident Evil PlayStation One style gameplay. Like two A T. Like the fucking menus are ripped straight out of Resident Evil with your little fucking your your health bar and all that shit heartworm heartworm thank you okay have you played it
1: yeah. no i i saw the uh I, I was looking at our conversation and i was like i know you sent this to because i remember seeing exactly what you're talking about like yeah how'd you like this
0: it's good yeah i don't think i'm in love with it as much as crow county but um it's good I I got to a part that I didn't know what the fuck I was supposed to be doing and I fell off and that's never like a good first impression. But honestly, and depending on how much that game costs, it's definitely worth a play. The the demo is 100% worth trying if you like those type of games.
1: Oh, hell yeah. And it's free. Oh, do you, oh, it was part of a indie horror showcase. Yeah. But oh, before we
0: go, weird. um I want to ask because I'm obsessed with it right now. I have it on pre-order so you can play it whenever we're not logged in at the same time. Pacific Drive. Have you played the demo? Are you going to play the demo? Are you going to play the game?
1: I'm not I'm not able to play the demo anymore. They took it off. What? What do you mean? Don't tell me yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, right I went uh, and it said I had to uh, purchase it. To... Oh, maybe that's the difference. Because I, I downloaded some games during Steam Next Fest and when it was over it revoked the demo like we did that for season when i worked on it uh, and then it says purchase there and said but since you purchased it i guess you can play it still probably yeah because i'm going through now games, some of the
0: yeah like dungeon born is uh i gotta uninstall. shit yeah okay. is that something that you planned on playing
1: Oh, uh, what which one um, pacific drive pacific drive oh my god yeah it's something I'm glad that they're being so conservative with what they show. Because I want to be surprised. It's just so up my alley. It's so, like, it's survival enough. Like, like yes. what was your experience like with it?
0: I fucking loved it. So I did not expect the story and, like, mixed with the, the voice acting to be as good as it is. Like, just right off the bat, you're thrown into, like, okay, why are you even in this area and they kind of, they never allude to it, right? So, like, I love mystery in stories. So, you're driving, you're in an area, like, this Pacific West area. You're is not called
1: the zone, I want to say? Well, they,
0: they explain that kind of of, of, like, you shouldn't be going in or out. Like, how you even got in is a mystery to people. And then you're sucked into, like, this vortex. You end up finding the car. The car is apparently, like, a i i get the sense i said this on last week's episode i'm pretty sure the car is like a a living thing or like um some sort of entity that's not from this world i they don't ever say it but they talk about it in a way that it's like a something special and the second you get kind of you go into the garage they kind of introduce you of all the mechanics and there are there are a lot of mechanics so that might turn off a lot of people But once you learn that, and they're like, okay, go off into the woods. It's you and your car driving in the woods. It is so fucking fun because it's just like at your own pace. There is tension and there are points where you got to haul ass, but for the most part, you're just kind of coasting you and your ride around this beautiful forest area. You're scavenging for parts um there are i don't want to spoil stuff there's moments where like things get a little crazy but like atmosphere wise it's great it's just a vibe like i, I love it oh and you're
1: controlling it. like all aspects of the car too like oh like everything. i'm seeing here you have to manually turn you have to it turn on turn the, the car to on you have drive. to put in drive
0: you have to except reverse that. like you put it in drive and it's like you can go forwards and backwards you don't have to actually change that but you have your little computer that's your map in the passenger seat that does a whole bunch of stuff it's it's cool. very interactive and it makes you really feel like you're the character driving this car. It's still a video game but you feel very involved every step of the way. And it's cool.
1: Oh, dude, that I love like immersive stuff like that. Like uh there's this game called Receiver that you might find interesting. It's like an indie game. Uh the whole it's it's barely a fucking game. <laughs> Half of it is just like it's trying to make you really understand the mechanics of how actually firing a real gun would be gotcha. so it's like you have to manually like take off the safety pull back the slide pull back the hammer or, or whatever some like all these i think yeah. it's a revolver so you have to like cycle it if you want to check your bullets you have to physically like like take out the cylinder oh, look yeah, count that's, it yourself. That's intense. Jesus. and it's like okay it's, it's a little much and it gets a little crazy on a keyboard but I like, with Pacific Drive, it seems like, even though it is asking a lot of the player, it looks like, it's almost like, it's, like, immersive. And I, I love when games don't care if you, like, are going to be overwhelmed or possibly, like, fumbling with stuff. Because that's, mm-hmm. like, half of the fun of survival horror is being like, oh, shit, I have to, oh, oh, my God, I'm getting overwhelmed. And then, oh, this is happening, this is happening and i think cuz it has kind of like a horror element to it i think Pacific there's Drive? there's
0: spooky things going on it it's uh there are supernatural elements that is what i'll say okay cuz they never there is no definitive answer in this demo to anything but there's there's a lot of supernaturalness happening a lot of like ghostbusters vibes too with like plasma really? rays and like vortexes and like gooey things and like it's trust me when this comes out it's gonna be a banger and i hope so because again it is on my draft pick so yes i have a stake in this
1: have you talked about the fantasy draft on the pod
0: i've mentioned it a few times just that yeah we had it going um i don't think i went like too in depth have you did you pick your thing are you good for this weekend are they locked in
1: uh no i still have to do it oh my it. god yeah. i i'm so mad that banishers slipped out of my fingers like that uh, that that's just that's fully on me and i can't whatever. but uh no i'm excited because i want i want to like play more games i want to play more out there games now because mm. like i've had my fill of like fps's and stuff i want i want to play some weird games and that's what yeah. pacific drive looks like that's it's going to be and like hell divers out of nowhere coming yes. out of nowhere surpassing uh, Power World in grossing I think for the week um, where it was like whoa and then like it's weird because Helldivers 1 was like it did not get this much traction I know. Like, like it was like I believe a top down Sony exclusive uh, third person sh- yeah it was like a top down like co-op shooter in the vein of what it kind of is right now but I don't think it had the same like swagger and like Starship Troopers kind of vibe to it. Yeah. And like, dude, have you seen gameplay of this game? It yes, looks it looks like
0: fucking bananas. A lot of fun. It's very all like, the things I see on God TikTok God. are a lot of like uh, America like audio dubs. It's just like, this is for my country, and then they launch like the nuke and like just it's just wild shit. It looks like a very good time.
1: It it looks like it looks like a like a like a. Like, a game you'd, you'd rent at Blockbuster, and, like, you'd hang out with your friends, and then you would, like, you would lose all kinds of hours to yeah. the night with this. Because it's just chaos. It's, it's a lot of let the
0: freedom reign, like, type of shit.
1: <laughs> oh, dude. And it's, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm glad we're over games needing to be, like, you know, graphically, like, like pushing for visual fidelity in this. Because like, this game, it's not, like, ugly by any stretch of it but it doesn't forget about the fun factor Mm -hmm. like it is it looks like it is so much fun it doesn't take itself too seriously and well i mean we're seeing a lot of that right like with power world doing
0: what it did now this game like there are a lot of games that just seem to be coming out and being mega hits that don't follow a lot of what we've come to know as the mega hits like the blockbuster games that we got used to are no really longer hitting the the way that these games seem to come out of nowhere and just fucking take it by left field. But um, I'm, I'm with too. you. I want to play yeah. some weird fucking... I, like, Inscription was one of those games where I was just like, what is this game? Everyone's talking about it. It's a card game. And then I played it, and to this day, that is one of the, the most wild... Going in cold, not knowing anything about it, that was one of the most wild experiences I've ever had in gaming. And, like... I'm I'm looking at like Lorelai and the laser eyes and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Where I'm like, I just I want to be weirded out. I want new
1: experiences. Dude, have you seen Buckshot Roulette? Nope, but I'm googling it. Give right that now. a look, it, especially since you mentioned inscription. You'll see exactly why I'm bringing it up. Oh, it oh is my god! Intense. Is this like a ripoff of it, or was this not old? This looks uh, old. I, I almost I almost wish I didn't tell you anything, and I just. This, this looks terrifying play it. To me. is it on it, scene uh i want to say it might be no but it's like of what i get you're going back and forth it's like russian roulette uh but you play with the shotgun, which i don't really get how it works there's mechanics <laughs> where you can <laughs> like 50 like, 50 shot kinda, of double barrel yeah is it loaded or not <laughs> this looks but like terrifying have, to be honest oh with. yeah And I, like, I love that it's just, like, super unsettling to just exist in that world. And, like, I love, love, like, games that don't make you feel welcome in that way. Like, like, Bioshock 1. Mm -hmm. Like, Bioshock 1 where you're like, what the fuck is going on here? This place is great. You
0: definitely have a wealth of knowledge that I continue to tap into of, like, a side of gaming not a lot of my friends are up to date with. So stuff like, uh, for example, like stuff on itch.io and like the oh, haunted yeah, PS1 yeah. demo disc. <laughs> or the, that PC <laughs> game, like the the Windows Explorer. Yes,
1: ARC. What, Arc yes, yes,
0: whatever. That, like shit like that. It's I, I need to, I, I need more oh, is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh,
1: well, if if there is more, the haunted PS1 uh, Madvent calendar came out already. Oh, and I got to go yes. through it. I, I might, maybe I'll do like a Twitch stream of that or something. Go through the Madvent calendar because uh, it's oh man. Well, so yeah, no. I would I can, recommend plug that it to here. Anyone. But but oh man, we we should Is wrap up
0: because we we've been talking for a while, but about some good shit. Do you have any last thoughts really this have. week?
1: Um, and we got man, Persona Three really... coming up. G- give me give me a game you'd recommend. Just give me one game that you recommend from the bottom of your heart. not a new one an old one give me an old game that you're like damn just off the off the cafe like off the cut just something that you're like oh man i had some good memories with that even if it's not perfect i just want to hear something that you're like there we go because i was looking at hell divers and i'm like is that going to hold up forever Mm. maybe not is like blasto gonna hold up forever maybe not uh yes or like...
0: it has stood the test of time <laughs> and when it gets a remake eventually i'm gonna be all over it when it gets it's blue
1: point remake
0: you know what um I, you you seem like the type of person that would have played this but the last guardian oh yeah oh man this game's great yeah okay see i assume there's certain games where i'm like <laughs> obviously they've played it um shadow of the colossus i assume Oh, of course obviously it's one of my favorites okay uh the hotline miami one and two. Oh yeah yeah nothing like it see this is i'm going through i'm going through like old playstation uh i can't say greece greece, greece? Yeah, greece yeah okay I, so, I haven't
1: played through it yet but like i have it
0: oh play that game that that is a game um how do i quickly describe it that game captures emotions like no other game does using color and sound and just like like space that's all i'll say but if you've never played it if you've played it for like five minutes that's not playing it like play through that game if you ever get the chance it's no more than like five six hours i don't think it's very short but that would be mine. i'll do that
1: i'll do that i got i got that bad boy already ready i talked to the art director he's a nice dude he's from spain there you go uh There's no excuses. like i'll give that i'll give that a go neon yeah. white oh man i have not played that still that was on my fantasy draft that year okay neon white is fucking sick so there you go neon
0: white and Greece. uh the, the classic double pack <laughs> and what about you give me one before we wrap things up uh oh man a left field banger
1: oh oh man play uh oh, play the Tard, lord right? of the rings lord of the rings the two towers uh on the ps2 generation <laughs> it's great it's like um it's like a level based co-op a co-op game where you you just go around as like whatever lord of the rings characters and there's like upgrade trees and there's like 50 characters and it's like fully co-op and it's like shockingly good in an era of shit licensed games apparently it's on
0: amazon for as low as 6.99
1: that's not bad that's not
0: bad or no maybe two. it's 2021 20, 98 either way oh it's it's accessible
1: man. oh yeah oh yeah this game's great oh my god i, I don't know Batman why that's the first on playstation 2
0: too. jesus christ <laughs> Okay, we're going to go on forever, oh, so man. I will wrap this up. Thank you yes. so much for coming back. I always appreciate it, but of course, that's going to be it from us. Thanks to everyone for listening as always, and we'll catch you all next week.